put to death that nefesh that's wrong about literally everything. I'm ready to cut loose myself. The Christian experience has to be sacrificed. You have to have that soldier attitude. I don't care what they think. I'm here to obey the apostolic commandment. I want to fulfill God's will for my life. Which is the favor that Jesus had from his father by being perfect. Greetings. Welcome to Joel's Bar, RLM TV. I'm Brandon. This is my wife, Rebecca. And we will be teaching you about the kingdom of heaven tonight. Yes. Today I was revelating in all kinds of different scriptures in the heavens and the earth. And I found the most important thing is channeling. Channeling, brother. Sounds like some new age crap to me. Listen. Listen here, buckwheat. Channeling is a term for rivers. A river's channel. If you read Revelation 22, the Bible says that a river is coming from Jesus Christ in heaven. The issue is, are you channeling it? We channel everything else, but we manifest and go crazy when a person channels Jesus. Truly, anything that is not from the channeling of Jesus Christ is, in fact, sin. That's not condemning, that's freeing. What does the Bible say? Anything not of faith is sin. So what is sin? Sin is anything that did not proceed from the very throne of God in heaven that's currently in your lives. Currently in your bodies, currently in your blood, in your organs, in your brain, your heart, your liver, currently channeled through you. So, in heaven waits the bride, and a round tree goes into the, the belly of the red dragon and sees a river of sewage in hell that the false bride of Christ was channeling. You that's know crazy. That... <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot that she saw that because that's literally what I was just thinking about. Because when people talk about channeling, a lot of times when people get into false mysticism, it's all these ideas. It's an idea or your opinion, their opinion. Let's get one thing straight. It's all about the physical realm, the physical invisible realm. And that affects the physical visible realm. So when someone is like, let's say in black Tiferet or black uh, Yassad, someone is cosmic unrighteous. There's a, a physical channeling of sludge that comes out of them. I'm actually really sensitive to that. Sometimes it would make us cough just being around it. Because let's say you're standing in a room and someone's pouring sludge. It's go you're, When you breathe in that toxin, it's going to make you cough a little bit. <clears throat> you're like, oh gosh, and then i got to wash my mouth out when I get home. That's why we encourage people to clean up, you know, before you come to Joel's bar and make sure you're not in unrepentant when sin. When you begin to speak, a, a river of joy began to leap inside my belly <laughs> in uncontrollable laughter. That was so wild. That doesn't normally happen. This is exciting. This is going to be a week of greater unity and broadcasting of the glory. As, as soon as you began to talk, I was like <laughs> looking at the river, river coming out of my belly. And it began to whack my brain with uncontrollable joy and laughter. You know, it's so crazy that you mentioned Anna Roundtree <laughs> saw that because I, I completely forgot. It's been a while. It's been a few thousand years on the Sephiroth since I read her book. But uh, that river of life coming out, it's something you actually can see. It's not just an idea or your opinion. Well, that's what I think I was doing or I believe that I was doing. It's just facts, invisible, physical. So when someone is in cosmic unrighteousness, they think they might be in the river. 
But due to iniquity, which means they don't have the cosmic circumcisions of Isaiah, that means you're still in iniquity. Your senses of your spirit man are seared. So you don't really feel, you can't really tell the difference. Why is it the person that's spewing out of doesn't seem so affected? Like that part of them is already bound up and insensitive to those realms. You know, just dying. And that's, that's the situation of that kind of an individual. So when you have a healthy person that's a grown healthy person and there's a sewer of sludge flying, it's going to affect them and they're going to feel it. And it's, it's just not, it's not okay. Le- you can't the be Leviticus uh, covenant of the Levitical ritual was all about cleaning the nation of Israel and not just Israel, but cleaning the whole world through the very things at the mm-hmm. temple, which was the wash basin. Now listen to me, because the new covenant priesthood is all about cleaning the heavens and cleaning the earth and cleaning your hearts and your minds and your attitudes and all the things that are going on in inside you, that inner intelligence made clean. The inner intelligence is the most important part of you. That's your spirit. Your spirit is your inner intelligence. And when the inner intelligence is clean, that's soil that receives the word of God. As it's written, he cannot come into foul ground. So a, a rocky heart or a soil that is foul, as it's written, the word of God can't even come into that person's soul or spirit. It remains flesh deep. Flesh deep means that the word has no eternal value and the word of God is not working in you at all, which means there's no uncleanness, or excuse me, no cleanness in you at all. Cleanliness is only produced by the washing of the water of the word from Jesus Christ in heavenly Jerusalem. And as that water comes forth of the very word that's preached and taught, notice that there's no washing in the New Testament scriptures, except from the water of the word. You can't wash just from listening to spa music. You can't wash from just praise and worship music. You can't wash just from dancing and singing and thanking. Those are all aspects of the word. That's why it's called the Psalms. Well, what are Psalms? Songs of the Torah of Yadavaveh. Psalms which means that's the Hebrew word for songs of singing the word of God. So there's no thanks, praise, music, tambourine, dancing. None of it has any value. It's all vanity. Except it be for the purpose of the centerpiece of existence, which is the word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords, Revelation 19, it is written. So if the centerpiece of your heart the centerpiece of your soul, mind, will, and emotions, and the centerpiece of your bones and marrow is the word that the Father has spoken. There is the potential then for water to come forth and make you clean. What is clean? No demonic presence, no demonic influence, no sin, no unbelief, because the word is present working by faith. Mm. So anything that's not of faith is sin. So what is not of faith? Faith comes by hearing, hearing something, the Bible says, the word of God. 
So the presence of sin and the presence of demons and the demonic and the, the divination, the sorcery, wizardry of the fallen angels and the wicked is all simply because of a lack of word working and releasing water. Out of your belly will flow something. Rivers, Jesus Christ said in the red letters, John seven thirty eight. for what? Those who believe his Torah. That's what it says. That the water would come forth and make a person clean from the inside. He says the Pharisees, they wash the outside. But we don't just wash the outside, we wash the inside, which then in turn makes the outside clean. That's what he said. We wash the inside of the cup. But how do we wash the inside of the cup? By the deposit of God's holy word into the spirit, in the spirit part of you, your spirit part of you, which is the center of your eternal, immortal soul, then begins to produce living water. What is living water? Shekinah glory. That is your rocket fuel to rise on the rungs of the sapphire stones. Think about it like cosmic soap. Like if your kids uh, said, yeah, we cleaned up, you asked them, did you wash up? Yeah, 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 I washed my hands. Did you use soap? Uh, let me go back. <laughs> you need soap. Mm. So without the word, what are you actually cleaning with? There's no uh, abrasive, oh, so uh, there's no abrasion to those particles that need removed, which are the sin particles. So the Shekinah of the word, where does Shekinah come from? If you go through the worlds, when you enter a new world and the intro, each one has an intro screen, which I thought was really cool. The actual words written by God that emanate Shekinah glory of the inscriptions, or like, they emanate Shekinah when they're engraved. Mm -hmm. So they have the radiance from God posted up over a world, but when it's engraved in you, it becomes alive and it emanates. That's washing continually. Mm -hmm. So how do you know what you're channeling? People are like, channeling, am I thinking? Am I feeling right? Am I doing? Mm -hmm. Listen, when I look in the invisible realm, it's coming out of my hands. Mm -hmm. That's the river of life. It's coming out of us. It's literally, it's something you can see and taste and touch and even hear. It's through channeling that you rise. We've had the river of Elijah on the earth and the prophetic since the 1970s when Bob Jones and the Kansas City Prophets pioneered the prophetic for the global charismatic church. So we had a lateral release of the river for decades. But you'll never search the scriptures or even the recordings of the Kansas City Prophets and find them using the river for vertical ascension. See, this is the next stage of the prophetic. Okay? So the prophetic for 50 years now was lateral. And we maxed it out. It's done. That's the end of the church age. What kind of church? Glory stream charismatic church age of the prophetic, which had some apostolic, but you can't have the full apostolic until you have the full prophetic. The full prophetic is the inspiration, the inspiration of the word to get you up on to the sapphire mm -hmm. stones for the government of heavenly Jerusalem, which is the full apostolic, as it's written, the foundations of that heavenly city, that city built on the stars, is the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Amen? Therefore, having understood the last 50 years of the charismatic prophetic church age, River of Elijah, the Sandalphon of Malkut the earth, and we understand how the river flows laterally, 
Now, what's happening is, in this time, it's going vertically. We have changed our hearts from lateral release of the water of the word. We've had God inside mindedness since E.W. Kenyon pioneered it in the 1920s and 1930s. He wrote all the books about being God inside minded, and we've taught them in this ministry the last 18 years. But listen to me, the God inside mindedness continues to grow vertically each and every rung upon the moon and the sun and the stars, guys, worlds without end, Ephesians says. That means eternity of eternities. That means realms and worlds and mansions of glory forever. There's no arrival in God. You grow forever. The planting of God in your life is an eternal growth. In the Greek mindset, it's like, well, I've arrived. I already know that. You got the information because you watched the sermon, but you got no Shekinah emanating. You're not even with the angels. You have no signs and wonders hardly at all. There's no real actual living, breathing Word of God experience with the angels when it's just head taught. That's a sign of a hardened heart. That's a religious demon. That person's life still belongs to Satan and not Jesus Christ. Only when it hits the mark of the center of the soul and penetrates the eternal spirit does the word hatch and produce the water of life, living water. What did Jesus Christ say? I baptize with living water. John the Baptist, he baptized with physical water. Go stick your head under a water faucet. You don't need the prophet for that. But you do need the prophet who brings the invisible realm into the visible Mm -hmm. to baptize in living water because it's the inspiration of the word of God that makes the angelic realm more real to you than this desk Mm -hmm. or your own bones in your arms. Amen. So when the word is mixed with faith, it's animated through structure. As it's written, faith will cause the elements to melt with fervent heat. So what needs to melt in the elements? Didn't God create everything perfectly, Peter? What are you talking about, Peter? I have a perfect God. Perfect, perfect. Listen, man. Peter is saying everything has fallen, corrupted, even down to the the atomic level of existence, that there needs to be a melting down of the atoms in the elements and the molecules and everything in existence that holds the structure of the invisible and the visible worlds of the universe together. It needs to be tested in fire, Peter says. And so the melting of the elements with fervent heat is the return to the scroll that comes down from the heavenly Jerusalem. Now what is this? This has been our main conversation between Rebecca and I over the weekend. It is the healing of the luminaries, the heavens and the earth, because the earth is a luminary. You're flying around space at 186,000 miles per hour if you didn't know it. You're out here in space flying around. You're a luminary. You are already luminous. Now the issue is getting so much word in you, you're set free from the curse of the fallen angels and the curse of the fall of Adam and Eve. And the gospel can do that for you tonight if you open your hearts and listen. Amen? Amen. So now the luminaries begin to be healed and the luminaries begin to release the scroll from heavenly Jerusalem and it comes down. Isn't that what it says? The scroll comes down as the 
heavenly Jerusalem. So what is the heavenly Jerusalem that comes down as a scroll according to the revelation of Jesus Christ? It is the original word that the fathers spoke, the heavens, the angels, the earth, man, and woman, and every animal and plant and seed-bearing thing and mineral into existence in the beginning. Bereshit Elohim, Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. <laughs> did, did God make a mistake and we were left in this big mess down here? Most people think so. We don't really understand the scroll of heavenly Jerusalem very accurately. We're going to because it is new heavens and new earth, but is it new? No, it's the original word the Father spoke. So what's coming off of heavens? What's coming off of earth? All the sins of the fallen angels and all the sins of the nations since Adam and Eve fell. That's what's being made new. It's not like it's new. It's actually remodeled back to its original perfect word. That's the scroll of heavenly Jerusalem. The original perfect word that the Father, your Father, my Father, our Abba Father, spoke the heavens and the earth into existence in the beginning, including the angels. Genesis 1.1 says, Bereshit Elohim. In the beginning, angels. Isn't that something, that the angels are the first of his creation? I like it. You know why? They helped him build the whole house. Now they're helping everyone inherit the house with the builder if they keep serving the builder. And the Bible says we got two-thirds of them helping us right now. And how many of y'all know we need it because there's a lot of things to melt and make new? You know, it's interesting as you're talking and going into the details about what substance is being channeled <laughs> through the different individuals. You know, with religion, they talk about, you know, mixture. The amount of mixture of substances is going to be directly correlated to the amount and the number, the very exact number that can be counted of foreskins yet around your sapphire stone invisible body, which is the repentance of the heart. Rend your heart and not your garments, right? Don't seek for the destruction of your soul, that's foolishness. Get the foreskins removed, cut away. And to that extent, that'll be the purity of the water that you're channeling, the purity of the waters. You know, you deal with the Egyptian Nile. It's full of disgusting creatures. Come sandal fun. Bam. <laughs> but when you're talking about the clear, crystal, perfect water, hmm. ooh, that's nice. That's really the demonstration of the nature of the Father. When you begin to tap into the scroll of the heavenly Jerusalem, mm. you begin to see the heart of the Father the very mannerisms, the ways, the thoughts of the Father, you begin to know mm -hmm. God more accurately. Because until then, you have a skewed image of the Father based on your human experiences. You'll see it more. So some of you, you I can hear you. You said, I've seen it. I've seen the Father's heart. Some of you have seen a vision of the Father's heart. You, you might even know what color it is. but And that's fine. Those are really great, fun secrets and mysteries. But you're going to see the qualities of his heart much more clearly as you continue on ascension with circumcision because even in a true prophetic vision, even those true experiences, we see in part, which means what? You see A king's the heart dark. is beyond searching up, Proverbs says, mm -hmm. how much more our father. So when we're yeah, we're seeing through the foreskins that yet remain, 
there's still a darkening of the invisible eyes. So you have to understand it's still beyond the comprehension that we currently have at the rungs that we're on until we go up higher. It's unfathomable. So we need more humility. Exactly. All rising takes is humility, turning to God within, turn to Christ within. It's loving him more and having more of him and less of you. That's all it is. It's, it might shock you the as you can The really are humility up. and gentleness. Yeah. Sweet spirited. Gentleness means to be cheese sweet. Danish. Of we talked about this last week. If you aren't if you aren't as sweet as a cheese Danish, uh, we're not having it. <laughs> okay. Alright. Gentleness of Yarevave is always the sweetness of the lamb in the spirit. Better not be sweet to the demons though. That's Listen, I've been dealing with so many Christians, so many Jews, so many Muslims for so many years. Every single person I've ever ministered to, the deceit is all based on the same roots. You want to hear what the roots of deceit yes, of, of religion are? Expecting a lion, but receiving a lamb. <laughs> I have found that to be the root issue in people's systems of, of faith and belief in, in God that they expect a lion on the throne. Every Jew I've ever talked to who has expectations of Messiah, because they all believe in Messiah. Anyone that goes to synagogue in the world to be a Jew is, you have to believe in a Messiah. There's no Torah without Messiah. There's no rabbi in any Jewish synagogue of all time that did not preach Messiah and teach Messiah. The issue is, they don't think it's Jesus. And the reason why, it's the same for everyone, and it's the same structure of deceit inside Christians who do believe Jesus is the Messiah. So listen. The issue is where people get into their own strength and their own thought life and then forsake humility and forsake sweetness of spirit, forsake obedience and miss all the energy of the lightnings of the angels above is they have expectations of a lion on the throne, but he shows up as a lamb on the throne every time. Do you understand that the lion nature of Jesus Christ is the outrain brilliance of the lamb on the inside. The lamb is the inner intelligence and the effortless lion nature is the outer power. When you look for the outer power of the lion and you have expectations for dominion and authority taking over governments, you know, these wicked sorcerers, you have everyone in the charismatic church that believes in spiritual warfare. I mean, you have a hundred million people on earth that believe in spiritual warfare right now. The issue is, most of them don't understand lamb on the throne and the reason why there's so much strange fire, why there's so much human effort, why there's so much blood of the nefesh involved in their warring, which is worthless towards the realm of the demonic, doesn't do anything in the heavens, zero, absolutely nothing. And the reason is because they have a mindset of a lion on the throne as Messiah. Well, isn't a second coming like a lion? Only because a people are enthroned in the inner intelligence of Jesus Christ, the word of the Father, which is the lamb on the throne. Until the lamb is the entire throne room of Shekinah glory in the very centerpiece of all interpretation of scripture, there will be no emanations of the lion's nature at all. You've missed it, Bakwit. We've missed it oftentimes, and it's that pride. They call it lion's pride. Isn't it? Because it's exactly the root of all pride. Or like, I'm an apostle, I'm a lion. No, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. You're full of pride. The lamb nature is the core center of the divine nature. 
don't talk to me about the apostolic being aligned. You have no idea what you're talking about. That is the emanations outwardly from the centerpiece of the Lamb, which is the true character and nature of who God is. He's not a hunter. Yep. Yeah, the hunter in nature that people think, I'm just going to be aggressive and, you know, it, you know, in the wrong ways. See, where the human vessel is wrong is usually it wants to be aggressive where God wants to be gentle. And it wants to be gentle where God wants to be aggressive, and that's sin. All of it is messed up. Why is it messed up? This uncircumcision on the sapphire stones. So it's a different nature operating. And that nature is what? Contrary to God's will. So as long as you're in agreement with the foreskin, agreement with the dust of the earth, the sin nature, whose kingdom is that? Satan's nature. That's his kingdom. So that means you're in agreement with Satan, all the while believing that you're serving Jesus. Or that you're waiting for Mashiach. Or, you know, you have reasons why you think it's not Jesus. It's Was all it Zechariah 2.14? I myself will be a wall of fire around you, declares the Lord, and the glory Shekinah within mm -hmm. you, declares Yadivave. That means that the lion will be fire around you only when the lamb is the glory within you. So what is the perfecting of inside the cup, which we all know is the most important thing as Christians, as Messianic Jews? What does it mean to have the inside clean? Shekinah soap. It means to have the Lamb's nature from head to toes as your inner intelligence and thought life towards all things. You will find sin and demons and corruption and hell and fallen angels every area when your inner intelligence is not the lamb that was slain. If you justify and say, well, it's just the lion nature there. It's not actually lion nature. It's a demon. Mm -hmm. It's a demon every time. The lion is only manifest through the perfecting of the lamb crucified within the human being. So the lion will take no zero human effort. Every single human being down here that says, I'm operating in the ap apostolic and I'm an apostle and look at my intensity, look at my lion's roar, look at my shout of the archangel, I'll tell you from experience, they're liars. They don't know what they're talking about. It becomes more effortless the higher you rise on sapphire stones and the divine nature is more clear in your mind than ever before. That how diabolical and subtle fallen angel pride is to corrupt our thought life and to tempt us into the same sins of the fallen angels mm -hmm. which are all religious sins they're all self-righteous sins they're all self-promoting it says uh, knowledge puffs up right what kind of knowledge is that knowledge that hasn't been slain with the lamb and in inner intelligence so when I'm ministering to Jews on TikTok, when I'm ministering to Christians on YouTube or whatever, it's the same for everyone. The Lamb, the Messiah, was slain for all nations. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. It is written. For what? To crucify the inner intelligence, expectations, and interpretations of what salvation looks like with the Lamb that was slain. It's called practicing Passover. Unless you drink my blood, you cannot be my disciple. What does that mean? Unless you have his blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Cain, or the blood of Abel working in you, and 
consumes the blood of Cain, which is all the sorcery's abilities in the world right now through Cain's bloodlines. That's why you have genealogies in the Old Testament, just to make sure you're not related to Cain. Because that race is not redeemable if you study Torah. It's not a redeemable race. You can't redeem that blood. Okay? So, we're like, well, good thing I'm Irish. I don't have to worry about Cain. Don't have to worry about Esau and Ishmael. You have to worry about all the sins that are crawling in that Nile of the human blood. For all Egyptian sin is likened to the nation's bloodlines together as one. That's the new covenant. That now all died with Christ, it is written. All died with Christ. That's a good one to memorize. Everyone died with Jesus Christ. He killed the whole world to himself so that those who believe in him might resurrect by faith in him alone. So the true Messiah works through a Passover lamb, a sacrificial system of a human being, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, a human being born of Mary in the town of Bethlehem, accredited by God with miracles, signs, and wonders, anointed with power, going around doing good, healing everyone who is under the power of the evil one, it is written. Now this man has made a way for everyone who believes in him to now come into his divine body, which is the Israel of Yadavave. Not a separate thing from the Jews. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a separate thing from Israel. The God of Israel. The Messiah of Israel is the maker of Jacob and the maker of of Israel. Where do you think he even got that name? You know what Israel means? Son of God. You know what Jacob means? Thief. How does a thief go from being a stealing thief and robber to being a son of God? By Messiah. And every Jew that studies the Torah knows that Messiah is the one that gave him the name Son of God Israel. Right? Truth anyhow, the only thing they don't realize is that being that created the heavens and the earth, who is Yadivave, the angel of Yadivave himself, is Jesus Christ. Now, our job, as ones who've been engrafted into the king of Israel's flesh and blood on sapphire stones, is to demonstrate to all the unbelievers that Jesus is the Messiah and king of Israel on sapphire stones, not in the dust and the earth, not religiously, not through arguments or debating. No, 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 no. The cross ends arguments. What is the cross that ends arguments? Paul forbids arguments, by the way. If you're arguing and debating, you're not obeying the apostles of the Lamb in Jerusalem. I like the memes people are sharing today about not arguing with Christians anymore, enjoying the newfound <laughs> freedom, that you just really don't have to go there. It's amazing. And stay in the peace. So how do you, what wins the argument? The sacrifice of yourself for the emanation of Shekinah. There is no greater love than a person lays down his lives, his life for others. Amen? What is love? It is the Lamb of God. God is love. Yarevave, the Lamb of God is love. Now that we have him crucified to death in us, and we say, oh, no resurrection life, that is the squealing of the pig and the animal that has not yet been crucified with him. No, you simmer in the death because only in his death is there life. 
The fact that there's an insistence on his resurrection, an insistence on his ascension, means that that person has not been crucified or circumcised at all with the Lamb of God. Say, oh, I'm alive, I need to be alive, and you need to be crucified, Buckwheat. You need to pick up your cross and learn how to use the Lamb of God's nature to terminate the impulse of the flesh and the inner intelligence that's always diabolically manifest from the demons of hell to use your temples through augury. As is written, Laban augured before yad Vave, which means he possessed animals and human beings by pretending to be divine of the covenant of the Jews. That means there's a people here that are practicing Christian sorcery, Christian augury. Mm. Augury means to possess animals. Divination, ten different forms, as Laban changed Jacob's wages ten different times. It is written in Torah. So by the ten different forms of sorcery, witchcraft, divination, augury, bone necromancy that are in the world, all the abilities of fallen angels through rebellious men and women's blood, that's what's being done outside the gates of heavenly Jerusalem. As it's written, outside the gates are the magic arts. What are the magic arts? The ten forms of sorcery that Laban practiced to try to steal the inheritance while he was yet Jacob and not Israel. He overcame Laban. I overcame Laban and he boasted to Esau who came with all the kingdom of hell. And he paraded his whole family before him in wisdom to protect them from Esau and the covenant that Esau had made with Satan and all the demons of hell. True story. So that Jacob overcame everything in his day and got the testimony of being the son of righteousness, the very eternal Sephirot of Tiferet. And so Joseph testified and dreamed it and then told his whole family, I dreamed my father Jacob was the son. It is written. Amen? Is it just a dream? No, dreams are literal oftentimes, especially through one who has a messianic mantling of the coat of many colors, Joseph on his life. (laughs) He was prophesying and telling his whole tribe the 12 tribes of the whole nation of Israel, that his father literally is the son of righteousness. That's how epic it is to go from Jacob thief to Israel, Tiferet, the eternal son of righteousness. Now let it rise in your hearts with healing in its beams, if in fact you are engrafted into the cultivated olive tree of who? A man. Israel and the 12 tribes, written in Revelation. Amen? Amen. Oh, big angel flash right there, right on the projector. That's cool. Amen. <laughs> the angels Amen. love the eternal gospel. It gives them something to do. Yeah, I feel bad sometimes <laughs> for the angels that get stuck watching over the camp. I know the places that were not there too much, you know. They're just, they're fine. They're entertained by the Shekinah. You know, as I want to bring some humility here too because it's not just about the big angelic flashes of the amens and the heavenly spheres. It's also the subtle things of coming into Joel's bar today and finding an ostrich, ostrich feather on my keyboard mm. for the main server of broadcasting RLM TV here in the studio. And you say, well, it's not a sign of wonder. Well, 
The ostrich feather on the keyboard is a sign of clean. And clean and unclean is the main message of the new covenant and the old covenant. So I'd say it is a significant sign of wonder. It's not like, oh, the big supernatural hooting and hollering. Mm -hmm. Now I can get 100,000 people. Most of them won't even acknowledge it, no matter how big the signs and wonders are. I've already been through signs and wonders, glory stream Christianity for almost 20 years. If you're going to not believe, you're going to always not believe. It don't matter if you see someone raised from the dead. They made excuses right away, wept and gnashed their teeth, ran to the Pharisees to have him arrested and killed right after that. You'd think they'd all follow Jesus Christ after raising Lazarus from the dead. It made him only more angry. They wanted to kill Lazarus, <laughs> and they wanted to kill Jesus. They wanted to kill everyone. So religion is Satan the murderer. It's that critical thing, that accusational impulse inside you to put your neighbor down when they have kingdom success. Now, I know none of you ever dealt with that. You're all just perfect all the time. But there's sometimes that criticalness, that frustration, that why don't I have the same results in my life and my walk with Christ as the apostles? Well, walk as the apostles walk and you'll have the same river channeling through you as we do. This is for all nations. The issue is, you probably don't understand or comprehend the walk. You probably don't understand and comprehend the Torah. Or understanding the depths of the blood and the water and every jot and tittle of the Word of God, which means the infusions of Shekinah that come through impartations of hearing the Word of God. You're full of ideas in your human mind that are actually the enemy working in you against the Lord. So sometimes we find ourselves being the Lord's enemies... And after we've attacked him, wrestled him, doubted him like Thomas, then he says, well, come here. You know, I forgive you, but you'll have to have some experiences first to get that doubt and unbelief out of you. Don't think it's just all condemnation when you don't get it right the first time. None of the disciples got it right for years, right? Are you still so dull and slow to understand everything I've said to you from the beginning? He says that 14 different times in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John for three and a half years. After three years with God, Messiah, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you think that maybe even the great apostle John would get it. No, they're arguing who's going to be greatest in the kingdom, sitting at his right hand and his left hand in the scriptures. What, why is that? The great apostles of the Lamb, that are the very promised land is named after them, in the heavenly Jerusalem it is written, their weaknesses are revealed in gospel because you and I have them also. These things are common to human beings. Right. You all are going to deal with getting rid of the same sin patterns as everybody else. You don't have a special, unique situation <laughs> that nobody can understand. God understands. It's the same sin nature programming, the same sin nature pattern. It's in everyone. Everyone deals with it. Certain bloodlines, they might be more prone to a certain sin than others, but the pattern is still the same. It just depends on what soul root you have, where your soul is rooted in, what's been going on in your, maybe your bloodlines, your past choices. But all in all, the foreskins are all the same. It's just which one do you tend to cling to a different section of the clippeth, what comes down from the clippeth, than the others. Uh, different individuals tend a certain way to certain sins or another. And so it's not all right to be judging people on their sin patterns where you don't have your own circumcised foreskins. 
and membranes, right? Because if it's not full foreskin and membrane, it's not what? It's not an actual circumcision. Yeah. It's just the, the, the membrane is much more wicked than the actual foreskin in your hearts, in your spirit, yeah. in your innermost being, because it's more subtle and it has the appearance of good. <clears throat> so the appearance of evil gets cut away first, <clears throat> then the appearance of good second. Yeah. Yes. Where people cling to the fallen angels is they refuse to have the appearance mm. of good cut out of their hearts, right? Right. Speaking of which, as far as going into some of the teachings, we were talking about maybe going back and doing a little review of some things. We've upgraded our uh, images to a higher definition, and some of you have really been enjoying that. So we were talking about, you know, maybe doing a little review of some of those things that maybe you might have missed out on the, you know, HD high-definition pictures. Some of those pictures are pretty glorious. It makes a huge difference. So uh, this is a good time for those of you who are watching, you know, on your, your TV or cell phone. Some of you like to take screenshots on your phones of the pictures. And so this would be a great opportunity if there's one of those pictures that you missed. Should I challenge them with the revelation of the upgrades? Yeah. Because I care for your souls to mm -hmm. grow. First thing mm -hmm. this week, I want everyone to curse their poverty spirits mm -hmm. every day. Let's focus on cursing. Mm -hmm. We curse our familiars, but I curse your poverty demons I in Jesus' name. I saw something over there, too. <laughs> Amen. I, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> I curse all poverty demons. I curse my poverty yep, demons. I curse my I poverty curse demons. Poverty I curse demons. your poverty demons in the name of Jesus Christ. By the curse of the blood of Jesus them. Christ upon hell Amen. in these poverty spirits. Let them be obliterated out of all your souls <clears throat> into the lake of fire. Yeah, this is something we want to really hit this week because this is one of the main strongholds in the american bride of christ Amen. so attack that thing in you and around you what could go wrong i mean just beating up demons that's the best thing you ever do yeah. in your life it's a good thing to spend <laughs> some time on beat up some demons right amen yep kill those slimes so and the reason i oh, say that and poverty Yep, haughtiness That's, spirits and poverty spirits those are two crucial ones i was Curse giving them all week long instruction for you mm -hmm. from God that the people need to curse their poverty spirits, their poverty demons. Yes. So that's a good step in, in attacking the enemy and getting that stuff obliterated through your spirit, soul, mind, <laughs> and flesh. And that stuff will be triggered when you curse it. So get ready to encounter the spiritual realm and curse it with the curse of the name of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and his blood on the cross that destroyed the curse of poverty and that demon and Amen. those spirits and those strongholds will be obliterated in your DNA because we've never seen an increase of Shekinah in everyone that says, oh, it's the next level that didn't cost money. Mm -hmm. And people manifest like crazy mm -hmm. when you say these things, but I've never in broadcasting mm -hmm. 16 years seen an increase of quality or glory or any of it that didn't have an increase of financial spending yeah. on the thing that yeah, is now conducting and channeling a greater glory mm -hmm. it always costs more money to go to the next level to go to the next level spiritually yep. for you that say it's Put free you're clueless and you're wrong you're liars demon possessed it's not true every single step of the way we've encountered this thousands of times thousands of times mm -hmm. there's every nothing season. free about it the only thing free money. is what the invisible comes in, and then there's a natural sacrifice 
one hundred percent of the time in the natural realm, which is the channeling of the free of the invisible. You come to the to, to the spring of the water of life and drink freely. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? Paying the price in the natural realm afterwards. And that is clearly written because Jesus comes with rewards mm-hmm. according to your merit in the natural realm, mm-hmm. actions and merit in the earthly realm. Revelation 22, it is written. Mm-hmm. We have so much Gnostic heresy mixed in with our Christianity. Mm-hmm. We forget to understand the upgrade of glory is mm-hmm. always an upgrade of spending for God's yep. will. Amen. Physical money. Yep. So this is a good one also for your notes. If you're taking notes on this, essentially just what he said. All, all of the most helpful things for people rising. Again, that's all of the most helpful things for people rising. When we get the feedback. Was always, almost always something that we just had to pay more money for the increase in equipment, software, materials, etc. And that's anything that we've provided here at Joel's Bar that has actually helped people to rise on Malkut, helped people to get established on Yasad. It's always been a greater application. It's going it's something that has cost There's money. There's always a sacrifice in the realm of the natural. Yep. Hundred percent of the time. And that's how the kingdom works. And that's a new covenant principle for all time. Mm -hmm. And that will destroy so many poverty demons. This stronghold is so severe in America. Let's obliterate it and make kingdom progress for the Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. As it's written in Revelation 5, all riches and Mm -hmm. money to the Lamb of God Mm -hmm. inside Jerusalem's Mm -hmm. gates. I've got a testimony from one of our students who is one of our greatest note takers, by the way. Really great notes and graphics. And she said, uh, yes, I saw this increase in my notes. When I had to spend almost $700 to get the iPad and the Apple Pencil that was highlighted by the Holy Spirit, right? This wasn't just like an idolatry thing. That's what I want. Uh, this angelic actually, instruction. Angelic instruction. You got to buy the $700. And oftentimes you'll find that that, that kind of thing happens. You might feel a little uncomfortable at first. Oh, I'm going to pay so much money for something I've never bought before. And after she purchased those items, her notes took off. Not She said that not a single one of my notes I have published was created prior to my investment in the technology. So these notes have been so exceedingly helpful, even bringing some people to the point of tears really helping to organize the information to help yeah, there's others there's been almost rise. a thousand dou- downloads of that woman's notes mm-hmm. since she obeyed the angelic mm-hmm. instruction to upgrade mm-hmm. her equipment by spending seven hundred dollars yep on the nicest stuff so and that's usually so how it works. it's not about mm-hmm. being wasteful it's about mm-hmm. being instructed by the angels mm-hmm. of the messianic kingdom of jesus christ when you mm-hmm. obey the holy angels and the instructions for god's will the upgrade always comes with greater glory, greater quality, and greater cleanliness in your life. Mm-hmm. Amen. 100% of the time. Amen. So I guess we could do a review of, you know, we have a, a new season of new notes and new slides coming up, but we thought it'd be a great chance to do just a little review. We actually have all of this now because mm-hmm. of the upgrade here uh, in fine HD, so it's in 2K. So these are great for screenshots and for saving to your phones. 
Yep, so if there's any of these that you missed or you wanted to have it in higher accumulating quality. Accumulating a library of, of holy wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, a, it's good to see how far we've come with the teachings in this last season. Pictures are really strong reminders, right? Pictures and fragrances are really strong reminders of what you've learned in a season. Mm. It's good to review too. We've had so much content this yeah. year. Yeah, this is a absolute. That's your first. Uh, the world of absolute is your first ability to grasp the imminence of God, and the way that He might be knowable, perceivable, or graspable. And that's simply on account of the light from that generator of absolute. And again, that's the power generator of all seven worlds up until absolute. Right. And if you want to quiz yourself, you could find out, you know, which one of these sapphire stones produces the light, generates light in each of the worlds. Right. We've talked about that. That would be a good way to quiz yourself. So you can look at absolute and say, oh, hey, that one powers all of, you know, that one emanates in that world. This one emanates in that world. Yeah. So you can understand the mechanics of how the worlds function. The Chaim, Chaya, seven species, that's interesting. He will guide you with his eye, the people of the eye being the Shekinah Malkut. Shekinah apple orchard, apple of my eye, brings a new definition there. Understanding the restraint of Gevra has to do with where your eyes are focused, right? The eyes of your heart. What are you looking at? What are you thinking about? What are you focused on? What's your intention? And that Gevra really hones it in. All right. This one's important for Eighth World, Adam Cadmon. Adam Cadmon versus Adam Belial. Righteousness, the world of righteousness versus the world of iniquity. Righteousness always wins, it's just a matter of which one you stay in. Okay. And we end Chaya, the Chaya color can vary person to person. Health to your Chaya. That you may prosper even as your soul prospers. And we talked about the, the Chaya being one with the Yachita. This is kind of what it looks like when it opens up from that seed kind of form into a flower. And you see the white rose. And then that white rose soul you receive that is one with God. Now you live in the innermost part of you, which is now the white rose, inside of your crystal chaya palace, which is a, it's a good way to live. <laughs> the lamb. Alright. I felt like somebody wanted this picture. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's a really special one. Yeah. 
It's a really good reminder going through all these things. <laughs> Little lambkin. Mm. It's really who the Father is. Right there, God is love. Mm. The center of the Father's soul is the lamb nature, sacrifi sacrificing self for the benefit of others. By faith we understand that the worlds during the successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. And we see that in the ninth world, the word of God, how the worlds are put in order. So that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. So the physical makeup of the invisible realm, that's talking about the physical invisible realm. That all this visible stuff, this visible realm, is made up of what is not seen. It's real structure. Invisible, it's another dimension. But as you grow your spirit, you can become able to perceive the invisible realm with accuracy. And again, that's different than the prophetic gift, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, prophesying, laying on hands, gifts of healing. And, you know, you have those gifts of sight and seeing. That's a technion Christian, baby Christian, using your brain, using your heart and your brain, using the gifts of the Spirit. Perceiving the invisible realm on sapphire stones is altogether different than that. That's you sacrifice and let those things die as a seed. You discover the glory within Christ, within your own spirit, with pure devotion, devotion to his purity, his holiness, his lamb nature, even while you're in Asaya, and you die to all the rest and you watch it grow up like a tender shoot. And you get into cosmic righteousness and you'll begin to perceive the invisible realm absolute again that's corresponding to the seventh week of Enoch that's when the chosen are chosen the plant of righteousness Adam Cadmon eighth week there's a sword upgrade in Adam Cadmon there's always wing and sword upgrades first when you get into the eighth week and then when you get into the sun there's another excuse me sword upgrade so when you go to Malkut and then you go into Tiferet, there are two sword upgrades there, as well as wing upgrades in Tiferet. And this is great. Eighth week. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see the clash of the law of worlds as what is what the legal inheritance is versus what's actually existing that causes tension. When we talked about cognitive dissonance, we talked about the mind and the heart having different things going on. So that has to be rectified by either changing the mind to agree with whatever the heart feels like, that's kind of taking the easy way out, or the difficult thing, which is change your heart to agree with the truth that you know through your actions, thoughts, emotions, and feelings, which is the path of circumcision. So as we're looking at the dissonance between the worlds of circumcision versus the worlds of uncircumcision, 
There's a dissonance there between worlds and what should be happening, which is legally backed by the word of God and what is actually happening. So there's about to be a clash uh, because dissonance cannot remain. It has to be resolved. That's the nature of things. Wherever there is dissonance, the pressure builds until a clash happens, which is why you can only run away from the, from the truth for so long until mm. something it kind of explodes. And that's when it comes to the fullness of time uh, to repent. Like certain things God will tolerate for a season. And then when it comes to the fullness of time, you can't really run away from the truth anymore. Then it has to be either repentance mm. or uh, there's punishment. Of Up some or kind. down, no more lateral. Yep. So climax of the ages. It should be really interesting. Uh, the word ninth week. After this, there will arise a ninth week in which the righteous law will be revealed to all the sons of the whole earth. And all the deeds of wickedness will vanish from the whole earth and descend to the everlasting pit. And all humankind will look to the path of everlasting righteousness. Amen. Your word you have magnified above all your name. Boss wave, tenth week judgment. The powers of the heavens shining forever with sevenfold brightness. Judgment upon the fallen watchers. Weeks without number. Humility and righteousness. That's the whole point, is to have humility and righteousness. Because without righteousness, there can be no love. Establishing righteousness and humility assures that you can have pure love, pure wisdom that comes down from above. Right, And that's the only way to have true love without the influence of Moloch is establishment of righteousness. Otherwise, we just go around the mountain in our own human ideas about what love is and isn't within the foreskins. All right. So cosmic circumcision, olam, helam. So the sapphire stone circumcision of the worlds themselves, the souls of the worlds, which has to be done by two or three witnesses, which is what Brandon's doing as he's cleaning up. Uh, that provides a three-strand cord. Jesus Christ already did it. And we have male and female alive still in their bodies on the earth doing it. Amen. And so that is the cleansing of the the souls of the worlds themselves. The cord of righteousness of three strands of Ecclesiastes is here. Yeah. And that's why it's so powerful when it's done, the witness in heaven, and his spirit is also poured out on the earth, so technically he's here on the earth as well. Just like uh, the three witnesses, the Holy Spirit was the connector piece of the above and the below witnesses. Jesus did it in the flesh, in a body, while living as a human life with all human weaknesses. It's really rising on the structure of Jesus Christ's DNA. Those are DNA strands, left, mm -hmm. center, and right, male, Jesus, Messiah in the center, and female. And it's interesting, halam is a similar word there to olam, but it means concealment, so... It's the revealing of the worlds. Okay, nice thank you note. These are the levels. We'll get more into these uh, levels. Asaya, Yetzir, Berea, and Absolute. Having to do with the Peshat, Ramez, Darash, and Saad. 
Again, these are sapphire stone interpretations of uh, the Torah. That's traversing the Torah. So you're traversing the Torah, you're going deeper into the Word of God as you go up the sapphire stones. In Revelation and experience, mm-hmm. Peshat Ramez. The sun, moon, and stars and generate all DNA to earth. Amen. <laughs> Truth and yeah. Amen. The orchard of Shekinah. What is orchard? Peshat Ramez, Darash Sad. So layers of interpreting not just the straightforward meaning, the literal, simple meaning, but the sapphire stone interpretation in all its various depths and lengths and breadths, the depth of the Word of God and its applications in your life and on sapphire stones. What is this story that God has been telling? How is it playing out in the world and in your life? And what does that have to do with what you need to do in your life? So you're part of it, right? You can't help but be a part of this. You just you get to choose your own adventure which side you want to be on, which is amazing. Anyone can come and freely drink. He's set it up so that the captives can be set free. You don't have to be in repetitive sin patterns. This is the way to break out of that old pattern of your old matrix life and change. Okay. So good. Shot Ramez Darash Sad. Explicit intended meaning, alluded meaning. We're going to see this repeated a lot as we're moving forward. Ramez in modern Hebrew means hint. Okay, we have Darash, homiletical or interpretive meaning. The word Midrash is from the same root. The Darash is an interpretation that is not explicit in the text. And then Sad is literally means secret. The mystical or esoteric meaning come in see. Okay. Literal hint, sermon, secret. It's a nice way to remember. It's good to know what kind of a learner you are. Some people are very visual learners. <laughs> Some people are excellent auditory learners. They remember specific things that they heard. If they hear something and it makes such an impression, they'll literally remember that forever. You'll have to learn into all five mm-hmm. of your senses. Yep. Some people are really, uh, their best learning style is writing things down, right? Note-taking. So whether it's visual or auditory or note-taking or repeating it back out loud, what you find is no matter which one is your strongest suit, most people benefit the most from a combination of learning styles. That covers all the bases, so everyone, who maybe someone is mainly a visual learner, pictures are going to help you a lot. Taste and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, experiential, you know, so visions, they come with experiences and all your senses. You might write down what you saw. So understanding that the learning process being glorified, it's not something that is meant to be excruciating or boring. There's no boring things on the sapphire stone it's not like high school biology class where i learned how to part my hair on one side of my head just so i could sleep and take a nap and hopefully they would notice and it worked most of the time oh geez but this is much more interesting (laughs) 
the biology of the invisible man of Shekinah is eternally fascinating. How to live fully energized. What's the rewards for obedience? The angel instructs every single man and woman in the Bible mm. to do something. When they obeyed, they were fully energized by the word that the angel gave to them. Mm -hmm. So what is the fruit of being instructed by heaven? Mm -hmm. Energy. If you lack any energy in your life and you're sleepy and dull and dead, it's because you have not obeyed what Jesus Christ said. Right. It should it's be really fun. It should be really fun and energizing to obey God. And I understand there'll be times and periods of rest. He'll give you rest. Maybe you work a little hard. Let's establish that apostolic doctrine because mm -hmm. that's a real stronghold in most people. Yeah, that's good. The instructions themselves coming down the angelic rungs carry all the energies for kingdom success. Mm -hmm. Therefore, obedience becomes exciting yes. as it should be because it's fully energized. You start living mm -hmm. in lightning. What are the mm -hmm. thunderings and lightnings that are sealed in Revelation? Mm -hmm. Sons that are fully obedient to all angelic instructions that have come down mm -hmm. sapphire stones. It's through obedience that you rise right. in energy. So if you're lacking in the energy for obedience, or if it's just kind of a dull thing there, understand that something is stealing the energy. And what steals the energy is the foreskin and the membrane. Whatever sin that you're clinging to in that foreskin or membrane, we talked about the levels on Isaiah. Go and attack those areas of your life because when you receive energy from the apostolic down sapphire stones, if you're clinging to a foreskin, you're giving away the energy that the apostles just released. So it's like sometimes people feel really energized after Joel's bar. What are you going to use that energy for? Just to go like serve your own nefeshin, do what you feel like because you feel good now you just went. Mm. What's the instruction? There are, um, there's, one of the bars recently, last week, I was super energized. And the best possible way to use it was I ran around the house tidying up when we got home. You know, we've been busy studying and just mm -hmm. doing all kinds of different things. And so I just made a mad dash and it was so fun. And I said, I know this is what this energy is for right now, but there's always a temptation to, you know, this is really fun. I have all this energy. I could do whatever I want with it right now. That's why Jesus said that, mm -hmm. that food for him was doing the will of his yeah. Father in heaven, which means he was energized every time he obeyed his Father's mm -hmm. instructions each morning. So right. you keep obeying the instructions each morning that God has given you oftentimes through the apostles and prophets, the head of the entire body of Christ, until you're living with the angels, serving the Father angelically as it's written they are the angel-like children of the resurrection that's really good amen right. and we talked about the three major pilgrimage f festivals it takes energy to make a pilgrimage right passover shavat sukkot which is actually going on right now on the external jewish calendar sukkot tabernacles is happening some of these cool. businesses have been closed for like seven days oh Man. No working during these high holy days let, in most Judaism. Let me know when it's over <laughs> so I can go get the best Reuben sandwich. You know, delicatessens have the best Reubens for sure. I tell you the truth. Jesus is the Messiah. He is the Reuben sandwich that came home. <laughs> that came home. <laughs> He's the Reuben sandwich that came home. <laughs> 
that was right out of my heart too. Oh, there's some, I'm sure there's some deep thing. <laughs> the three major pilgrimage festivals. You know, one of my favorite things to do when I lived in Texas, there was this amazing delicatessen. Just down the hill, there was all these palm trees and mansions and rich Jews that lived over there. Right across the street from their school, so it was a nice neighborhood. And a beautiful little um, patio with little birds by this little flower thing they had there. And I would go and get a Reuben sandwich and this delicious rainwater. That's uh, the name of the beverage. It wasn't actually, you know, rain. Mm. Uh, but it was a beautiful, sparkling beverage. This is in Austin? Yeah. And mm. the best Reuben sandwich to this day I've ever had in my life. And it was so full of Shekinah, I could not fathom. Thousand Island dressing? Yeah. I. It was so beyond. And then the bread was homemade there. Everything. Corn beef? Yes. Oh this place. My God. They sold out of bagels every single day. It was one of those kind of delicatessen. Pumpernickels. Man, it was so good. But it was just made so amazingly. It was so mouthwatering. I have ne to this day I've never encountered a Reuben like that. There's something and better for you. I know. I pray about it sometimes. We'll Whenever I remember that, we'll go on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem, no, not for any of the holy made sites. Made by someone from Reuben's just tribe. For bagels. Someone who's actually from the tribe of Reuben the, who made the, the sandwich. Jewish delicatessen. You have come home. Here is the Reuben <laughs> you've been dreaming of. What did you go to Jerusalem for? To see sandwich? on the site where Jesus was crucified? I wanted a good Reuben sandwich. We just went for Full the corned beef. <laughs> the corned beef. We went for the corned corn beef, beef ministries. Don't, don't judge, you freaking Pharisees. Corned beef ministries. You got a problem with it? Freaking Pharisees. They had some good french fries too. So anyway, I would sit there and revelate. And enjoy the presence of God and it would be about like 94 degrees in the summer <coughs> perfect day so I would just go and simmer there and eat my sandwich and feed little pieces of french fries to the birds mm. and it was amazing anyway he's got to share that with you okay Passover yeah food so and when you get into the Shekinah and come out of the idolatry of food of gluttony you know it's not sinning against your body with food. Mm. Food is amazing and it's an act of worship and it's full of Shekinah. And my, the intention when you eat is to bless the Shekinah. Absolutely. And it's just, it's so much better. Like gluttony is a lie. Like, just whatever fasting and prayer you have to do. If you are dying daily mm -hmm. to the ziz, the behemoth, the Leviathan of your flesh mm -hmm. life on earth and living mm -hmm. to the glory of the God of mm -hmm. heaven, Food is so full of glory, mm -hmm. you will not wonder why Jesus and mm -hmm. his disciples went everywhere feasting, feasting and drinking. Yeah. It's the Bible so says that's all they did. They went from city to mm -hmm. city feasting. Mm -hmm. It is written. No negative emotions about food. Now listen, food. Ecclesiastes 8.15. So I recommend having fun. Because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way, they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work Yarevave gives them under the sun. Amen. But check it out. Scripture says, praise enjoyment. The word there, I recommend having fun by Solomon Ecclesiastes 8.15. Mm -hmm. In Hebrew, it says, praise enjoyment. Mm -hmm. When was the last time you ever praised enjoyment? It's a mm -hmm. commandment. In Ecclesiastes, that you praise enjoyment. These are our feast days, O Israel. Mm -hmm. This is why we keep the feast. One of the most common Christian sayings of those who received Jesus Christ as Messiah in the first century was, keep the feast. 
which is praising enjoyment in the Lamb and the celebration of the Lamb. Eternal celebration is our eternal jubilee in all the heavens, in all their rungs, over all the earth forevermore. Amen. Isn't that good? Amen. We love the Torah. And the Torah it's Ecclesiastes 8.15. Praise enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Fire. <laughs> anyway. We That'll forgive. kill a religious spirit real yeah. quickly, won't it? Amen. Praise God. Thank so God for that. So we forgive all food sins. <laughs> Bam. Forgive all your food sins, whether it's neglectful <laughs> or overindulgent, gluttony, all kind of negative emotions. You're forgiven. You're mm. forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. And so we eat within the uh, we eat within Jesus Christ because everything outside of Jesus Christ is sin. So when you feast in praise mm. and enjoyment, you're doing it in the Shekinah of the risen mm-hmm. Lamb of God. I was surprised how nasty some of that stuff. You touch some of that stuff, and mm. like demons come out through the Oh yeah, and it's like this is why he gives me these revelations so they destroy all the works of hell. Amen. Curse That's the my day job, gluttony. literally. Curse the spirit of anorexia and bulimia and anxiety about food. We curse them. Bam. We curse them in a lake of all fire. All vanity of image bearing other than Yadevave be obliterated in a lake of fire. Mm-hmm. The Torah is your mm-hmm. image. We curse Bam. all guilt associated with food enjoyment <laughs> in the glory. Oh, I just saw a demon run out the door. Yeah, I was wondering if you were trying to kill me. <laughs> Asshole. There's a shadow right there. Loose. Yeah, get him out of here. That's why I was like, I'm not gonna let him sit here and try to kill me while I'm trying to teach righteousness. Yep, Maranatha. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let Prince Michael come with some warring angels Amen. and just kick all the demons' butts in the whole world today. Just mm-hmm. obliterate them utterly. Outside the walls are every stupid thing that a warlock of the fallen angels mm-hmm. is doing every day. So you kick their butts daily Amen. by practicing Jesus Christ inside the yeah. walls. Listen, soon the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. Romans 16, 20. Notice, God's always established in peace. It's not like he had an uptight day and God went back into peace. What happened was you repented to the center of Jerusalem where God's throne is in heaven. And by repentance, which means returning to the center of where God's throne is, you share in his Mm -hmm. peace, which already slaughters demons. Amen. Amen. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we have tabernacles, which also involves feasting. Lots of delicious food. Amen. Baptism of fire. Baptisms. Korean literal Bible instruction about baptisms. (laughs) Yeah. Amen. Holy. Instructions about baptisms and of laying on of hands and of the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Hebrews 6, 2. Mm-hmm. Remember, anointed witchcraft Christianity is when you hear like the truth about certain things and you attack the truth in your mind while you're in the anointing to mm. empower demons to attack apostles. So try not, let's keep that to a minimum, right? We have the a third, bare minimum of not being murderers just, in our hearts towards right. the apostles today. I would just Amen? really appreciate that. Thank <laughs> it you. It just makes life easier. That's the standard, guys. <laughs> we, just, we don't murder the, the prophets murder. anymore. Glory. Amen. 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 <laughs> just go get a Reuben sandwich. You'll be okay. Praise right. enjoyment. I know. I'm just trying to tell you to have a good time. All right. <laughs> and Holy Ghost. Three major pilgrimage festivals. Passover, Shavuot, 
week's Pentecost. We talked about counting the Omer, how it's called Sephirat HaOmer. That's the time between Passover, Prasak, and Pentecost. That's Shavat, or weeks. And the one that comes after that is Sukkot. So that kind of tells you where you're headed. Counting the Omer, we talked about that. The 49 days. So you go from the Omer of Barley and Pesach. So Passover is the Omer of Barley. And then the wheat offering is at the end of Sephirat HaOmer. Look at the quality of that picture. Wow. So nice. Quality itself will deliver you. Gonna have to step my game up. <laughs> Counting of the Omer. Yeah, the festivals. Was that an AI generated picture? No, that no. was Rebecca blindfolded. Oh yeah, this one has the the mem and the shin. The ability of the, the heavenlies. Yeah, New Testament Sephirot Haomer. Understanding that the Pentecost, the giving of the Ruach Hakadosh, was actually the giving of the Ruach of the Torah, Jesus Christ, the Word of God. So they received Torah at Pentecost. What was Pentecost? That was, you know, they were talking about receiving Torah. It's the living Torah, the flame of fire, the tongues of fire. And we talked about these. You could say Pentecost was the restoration of Genesis 1. Amen. That'd be accurate. Okay, Testament, Sephir Homer. If you reject the wisdom of Moses, bad things happen. Seen that so many times? The Ruah becomes a house of every unclean thing. We get thing. into some weird grace of Apostle Paul word-twisting Leviathan demon and reject all the wisdom of the Old Testament, and they have zero obedience. The worst people I've ever dealt with in my entire life. All of them murderers. And it always ends up being golden calf worship. That's un. They always become world. houses for the tabernacle of Moloch. Mm-hmm. And it's it should be no surprise they've rejected the wisdom of Moses, the very house of sun, moon, and stars. So they're the temples of demons to this mm-hmm. very day. Yep. Miracles. So the golden calf sin is when be- believers want the power of the Ruah dunamis for miracles, signs, wonders, and provision of food, drink, clothing, and money without following the Zadik, a human being, and still using the Sephirot properties apart from the obedience to God's leadership. That's what it comes down to. Sanctify the Ruah. What were they murmuring and complaining about in the wilderness that caused their death? The leadership of Moses was too hard on their humanity. Let us cling to our humanity, and they did. Moses let them, therefore they died. Mm-hmm. It is the same exact thing in Christianity today amongst all nations. Don't cling to your humanity. Come up the mountain and sacrifice that ugly thing. Amen. Amen. Counting the Omer, measure of barley. So from barley to wheat, that is from Passover to Pentecost. From Pesach to Shavuot. What typically goes wrong during this time? The golden calf. 
<laughs> That's literally what happened. They stay in the sand, and all that can go on is wrong because they rejected going up on the mountain. So what does that mean? Even if you got the water baptism, and then you get the Holy Spirit baptism, Pentecost, any time in between there and up until there, and when you're getting filled with the Holy Spirit, watch out for this kind of activity. I don't think you can even cover them. There ain't enough grace for that. It's just pure evil. That's a person that rejects mm -hmm. angelic instructions of Jesus Christ in the New Covenant. Mm -hmm. There's no abounding grace for that, only abounding witchcraft of Satan. Choosing the fire rose vav power at Pentecost, but rejecting the Torah leads into idolatry and immorality. Okay. Revelation says the sinners who go from bad to worse let the wicked continue being wicked. Mm -hmm. False love's like, oh, but you don't love them. Well, love is telling the truth, buckwheat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we'll just go ahead and establish <laughs> here today. I don't think I said this since we even came in here, but I command every spirit in this building to confess that Jesus Christ came the flesh. Anyone who won't let the holy supernal creatures of the ninth, eighth, and seventh worlds bind them and throw them into the eternal abyss. Amen. In Jesus' name, bye. Oh, yeah. This is the wrath of the mm -hmm. lambkin. Look at the wrath of the lamb. And that's all it takes. That's all the effort. That's thunder. Oof. All the heavens just shook. Yeah. I like this one. That's the king of Israel. Look at your king. Scripture says the lamb, exactly like that, is the king of every rung mm -hmm. of glory. That's the king, Jesus Christ. Mm. I like this video. This is under the categories of reasons why you should get a Yajita in this life. Doesn't that look great? It's great. Okay. I love how he's glowing. Yeah, isn't it glorious? <laughs> I love it. Really glorious. Alright, talk about high-definition graphics right here. Oh, man, yeah, that was wild there. Is that Sega Genesis? Yeah. <laughs> Atari 2600 glory. Exactly. Nice, Sister Janelle. You know what I love about Sister Janelle's scribing? We won't go back into all the teaching on this, but what makes it so powerful is the humility. So if you can go up sapphire stones and maintain humility, you always have a more powerful scribing and a more um, enjoyable journey. We are one. We talked about this in the Hebrew. And if you haven't seen those episodes, you can go back and find them. Yeah, because if you the the kind of content we have on Joel's bar, if you miss just one Joel's bar, you missed like an eternity of study information on sapphire stones. On sapphire stones, it's a thousand years for every one day on earth. Yeah, so you literally miss a thousand years of teaching when you it's miss true. the one Joel's bar. <laughs> so it's worth it to go back and go through them if you missed any. It's eternally valuable. What else are you going to spend your time doing? Alright, yeah, these are the hills. So hills, mountains, the Sephirot are the hills, the mountains. You see those in scriptures. The hills melting like wax. That's the hills of the other side. 
Song of Songs. We have... And there's like oil coming out of the gold part of my phone. Oh, all right. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> that was not better before. You cheetahs, the <laughs> unique one. I'm, right. I just uh, did a word search righteousness and mm. there was like oil coming out of the gold part of my phone. Oh, that's glorious. Do you want to read some of those? <laughs> it's concealed right now. Okay, okay. You come back to me later after I enjoy oil. my oil. Mm -hmm. NASB. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So take the master class. Amen. Because you have rejected knowledge. Right, we've been talking about that inner intelligence. That's why Esau rejected the birthright. He despised the inner intelligence. He just wanted to bear his heart and do whatever he felt like doing. and Like that wild man life, hunter life. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being my priest. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Hunting and fishing. Mm -hmm. The nature of Jacob and the nature of Esau. Jacob is all of heaven. Esau is all of hell. If there's any hunting of Esau in you, you're in covenant with demons. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Yep. One of these days, some simple soul will pick up the book of God, read it, and believe it. And the rest of us will be embarrassed. I'm blushing right now. <laughs> Job 22, 28. Yar. Yar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sailing the Grand Line, I'm going to become king of the pirates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're wearing the shirt. <laughs> Perfect. The light of the stars. That's good. You know, the Grand Line is the line of faith. You got to find that. What's the one piece? The lamb in the center of the throne, looking as though it had been slain. Right, probably the Yuchita, because it means one with God, oh, and it's one with the other, the other two higher than it. <laughs> we were watching that one episode where it's the the Grand Line is surrounded by those calm waters, but they're not really calm. They're full of like giant sea monsters. It's impossible to get past. So you have to go the correct way up the mountain without deviation I'll just tell you that old anime has more prophetic content in it than probably any anime I've ever seen it's called uh, One Piece with Monkey D. Luffy the first episode they find him floating in a wine barrel yeah <laughs> <laughs> really and it's like adventures of the purity of his heart conquering the world and the Lord Jesus Christ nature for 15 seasons after that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's the X marks the spot. It's where the Yuchita is. Mm. Okay. The one. Where Yuchita, the unique one, my only one. Waves renders Galgaline. Literally, wheels, wheel is equivalent to Gal, which means a wave. So. What kind of waves are we talking about? Invisible, physical waves. They're not imaginary, they're physical, invisible. Amen. Jacob, Tiferet, Joseph, Esad. Two golden keys. <laughs> the intersection of Jacob and Joseph is Mahana, Maha, 
name. Alright. The camp of God, two camps. Heavenly Father's spiral staircase of his divine DNA, spiral staircase of invisible light, flowing with aloe as eagles ascending. That's the sun and the moon. Right, those are those two keys and their secret of secrets. It's for physical transfiguration. Amen. Boaz, Messiah, and Jachin, the middle pillar is the invisible pillar. You have kingship, priesthood, and Torah. You want to make sure none of these pillars are crumbling in your life? How do you make sure of that? Get that firm foundation by going up the four rungs of Malkut, getting them perfectly circumcised. Get your signs and wonders confirmations before you go up. Be cosmic and be firmly established on Yasad of Holiness, which is called the foundation. There you go. Here we talked about Gevra. When you're looking at meek in the Greek and the New Testament, think Gevra. Blessed are the meeks, for they will the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. What does that mean on the sapphire stones? If this was in Hebrew, blessed are those who possess Gevrat, for they shall inherit the earth physically. Why is it about? You know, physical inheritance. Some people are just like, oh, you know, I can just be humble in my own way and I just don't need much. And I just, I just, I love God and I'll just try to be a good person and not shake the boat too much. You know, just try to get by and hopefully have not too many problems. Oh, so hopefully nobody noticed me over here just. I just don't want any trouble. True humility is obeying the Father's instructions. And it might cause a lot of drama. It might cause a lot of upset. It doesn't have to. There'll be times where he'll say, close your mouth, keep your peace. So it's not really about so much whether or not you're rocking the boat, causing a scene, or being quiet, holding your peace. It's about obeying the Father's instruction. So if the Father gives you an instruction and it causes some family drama, you rock the boat a little bit, then by all means rejoice for doing the Lord's will. And there may be another time where he's asking you to close your mouth and hold your peace. You're fulfilling the Father's will. You have to obey the Father's instructions. And we're talking about blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who possess Gevrat, for they will inherit the earth physically. And uh, there's kind of a demon spirit that tries to come around the believers and say, well, you don't really need the physical possessions. You're humble. You don't really need much, blah, blah, blah. False humility. Well, here's the thing. God the Father's instructions is go up the Sephirot and transform the natural dimension and take it over. That's, right. That's the Father's will. So any hu appearance of humility 
Oh, God alone is my inheritance. You lying demon. Mm-hmm. So, demon, you're saying that a religious spirit is your inheritance in the natural realm. It's not important that God made a mistake in creating the natural realm. You're lying to God. Yep. All right. It's good to understand that. Have understanding. Expose the Antichrist. That's yeah, important. that's the an the Antichrist spirit is the that's one the going around saying, only God is my inheritance. Uh, no, the living God is the one who said, get your ass up the sapphire stones, conquer the natural realm. Yep. And that's the Father's the will. The nations are your inheritance. Yeah. Which is all Physically. the souls of blood. Physical, visible, and physical, invisible. Amen. So anyone that's just like, oh... I'm just okay being just, you know, poor and desolate. As you get messianic, you just deal with all of yeah. hell all the time. And I've never heard hell tell the truth yet. They're all liars. They're all liars. So you get used to just shutting them up with the truth, just like Jesus quoting scripture at Satan in the wilderness mm -hmm. until they're obliterated. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I want to read this. Yeah. When I was searching righteousness, it felt like oil coming out of the, the lower left part of my phone. And that was mm. really cool. It's, it's not there anymore, but it was like just like <laughs> oil. Yeah. Wow. I've never experienced anything like that before. It was cool. Colossians 1.10 We pray that you would walk in the ways of true righteousness, pleasing God in every good thing you do. Then you'll become fruit-bearing branches, yielding to His life, and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in His fullness. 1 Timothy 3.16, Passion Translation. For the mystery of righteousness is beyond all question. Mm. He was revealed as a human being, and as our great high priest in the Spirit, angels gazed upon Him as a man. And the glorious message of His kingly rulership is being preached to the nations. Many have believed in him, and he has been taken back to heaven and has ascended into the place of exalted glory in the heavenly realm. Yes, great is this mystery of righteousness. So what is the great mystery of righteousness of 1 Timothy 3, 16? The ascension into the exalted glory of the heavenly realm, which mm. is the picture you're looking at on the screen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Good stuff. That was really good. Mystery of righteousness. Hmm. <laughs> Revealed as a human being. Isn't that offensive <laughs> to the fallen angels? Yeah. Hmm. You know, the fallen angels fell because they were jealous of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. They still are. So you got any of that jealousy of the glorified man and woman, just know that is the essence of demons. Mm -hmm. Yep. Speaking of which, judgment comes upon them tenth week. The first heaven will pass away in it, and a new heaven will appear, and all the powers of the heavens will shine forever with sevenfold brightness. Mm. Talk about the spirits of the giants. They hunger and thirst and cause offenses, but they take no food. 
So that, uh, what do you call it? They cause trouble. The spirits of strife, a lot of times, are disembodied Nephilim. Again, they're jealous. They're hunger, and they hunger and they thirst, but they can't take food. Here you are, enjoying your food in the natural realm, so they're going to incite you to feeling guilty about food or to sin mm-hmm. with food and gluttony yeah. or anorexia or bulimia or anxiety or religious demons. Because why they're jealous? Again, they hate you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we hate them, and God hates them, so we hate them. Alright. Anointed teaching obliterates them. Amen. Tenth week judgment. From the days of the slaughter and destruction and death of the giants, from the souls of whose flesh the spirits having gone forth shall destroy without incurring judgment, thus shall they destroy until the day of the consummation of the great judgment in which the age shall be consummated over the watchers and the godless, ye shall be wholly consummated, Enoch. Consummation of the ages, that's the destruction of the clippeth and the valley. All that valley of dust is going down with it, so that means you need to get to the high place. <laughs> There's torrents coming down from Jerusalem like the scroll of the Father's word, and it's just going to annihilate all that dust of the earth <sighs> with the crystal sea. Seven seas will come down of those seven worlds, and it will wash all the earth from the dust of the serpent in the garden. Amen. Amen. That's why we got to get under the water and learn how to thirst for righteousness. Otherwise, the water becomes your enemy, crystal clear living water that sparkles, which is really the Shekinah of Torah, of God's Word. Amen. There's Noah. That's the name. And there's the word above his name. Mm-hmm. And then we have the tenth week judgment above the word. That's going to be a big one. That's the one Enoch prophesied for this generation. The door to the multiverse. It doesn't get more exciting and adventurous than that, right? Like, what are you doing with your life? Like. <laughs> Put down the Cheetos and the mac and cheese, man. Get up to the door of the multiverse. I've put down my humanity to live in his celestial divinity, fittingly. Mm-hmm. Ten weeks of Enoch. What a beautiful picture that is. Mm-hmm. I was going to change it, but the angel stayed in my hand, and I realized that one was probably taking a screenshot. I just uh, saw a vision of um, Charlie Robinson and preaching on the eagles eagles ascending in circular motions, and it was that DNA strand right in this picture of the Sephirot and the swirling of going up in the whirlwind. It's like going up in circles of light. Hollow, like eagles ascending. I have never seen the Sephirot like that right now. It was just a a spiritual vision. Of Charlie Robinson in that slide that you made here as one teaching. Amen. Aloe of eagles ascending, ascending, but it says that the path of the righteous shines ever brighter to the full dawn of day. 
And that path of righteousness in Hebrew, it paints a picture of upward circling of an eagle. Yeah. Which is, the Charlie didn't know this, but it was the circles of, the Kabbalah circles of Enoch, of going up the Sephirot. And that's really what he was alluding to, but he had part of the mystery. And oh, I yeah. just saw the other part of it right now. Yeah, Mahanaim. Uh, Jacob saith, when he hath seen them, this is the camp of God, and he called the name of that place two camps. So this is where the sun and the moon intersect. At Mana, it looks like Mana, Manaheim, which is the place of Jacob's ladder, heavenly father's spiral staircase of his divine DNA, spiral staircase of invisible light flowing with aloe as eagles ascending. For you are my dove hidden in the split open rock. Was this the next slide? No, I went back to this oh, one. Okay. This is that to explain like, <laughs> like that's all the secrets in there. Yeah, glory. For you are my dove hidden in the split open rock. It was I who took you and hid you up in the secret stairway of the sky. These classes are all designed to revelate. So when revelation pops, it'll open up. Every other slide will become brand new again. Okay, which is fun. That circling, swirling. We have so many pictures of the Sephirot like that in Enoch's Kabbalah circles. But that one was just like diamond dust right there. See how the, in the middle, yeah. so like a sparkling of the purple swirlings? That's what it is like going up. Yeah. And it's eagles, which means it's revelation upon revelation that's cutting away the human aspect in your heart and soul and mind and body. Where is the black and white picture? Sephiroth. One of the mysteries I know, because I remember when I was on the earth many years ago, about, well, how does a new body work? Or the celestial body of the Apostle Paul, like it's written in Scripture... And it, it is already working inside you with this structure of righteousness. And so it comes subtly from within and works within the cells. And it first begins with a greater energy in your cells. So you'll be energized in your cells. Your cells don't decay. Your cells don't drain you. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're riding the lightning from the 24-7. You sleep in the lightning. You wake up and there's just like so much light pouring out of your eyes. And so your cells get so energized first. It's not like all of a sudden you see crystals start growing out of your skin or anything. It's way more subtle and it's way more human. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's a stumbling block to a lot of people because... He works within the human vessel. Mm -hmm. Remember, Torah says that the Father killed animals and clothed Adam and Eve with skins. So he's doing mm -hmm. all this work underneath your human skins of epidermis. And the mystery of righteousness revealed, he was revealed as a human being. He's under your skin right now doing a work in you. So this picture here, I switched over to that slide. One of the things, so we look at this in two dimensions on paper. It looks like lightning path, which it is, left, right, left, right, up, you know, consuming the whole thing. So it's one smooth highway. But imagine that in like three dimensions. And now see, as you follow the path as an eagle swirling wow. around it in that pattern. It's like a total elevator. <laughs> so you have so there are dimensions and realms. So the eagle flying up realm, you can see, and you go up from like, and it goes around, mm -hmm. and not just like it's you know. It's yep, like, it's circular DNA. It literally is the divine DNA strand 
of sun, moon, and stars, of the Torah of God the Father. All right. Here we go. So nice. When these visions come from the holy angels, it's usually to grow in wisdom and revelation, building upon stuff that you've already heard, but now mm -hmm. you're going deeper into the Word, mm -hmm. deeper into the Father's glory, deeper into heaven. Amen. Amen. Living words, growing and expanding in our hearts. So we have the souls associated. So you have a soul associated with each of the ten worlds, but each ten world has its own soul as well. Because God doesn't create dead things. It's all alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're learning a lot about how alive God's <laughs> word is. Each so letter alive. is a creature. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. I have a slide for that. <laughs> I'll introduce them to one of them. But uh I don't know if we'll do well, maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Today's a good review day. Absolute. Yeah. The Zion uh makes a Z sound meaning Crown, weapon, sustain, and their example in on on the Kabod website, literally like the main Jewish website was like New York Lottery. <laughs> I thought that's appropriate. Mm -hmm. Zion. Mm. Well, the circumcision is going to turn the black stone into a white stone really quickly. Amen. Because Jesus really is the king of every mm. rung of Shekinah to the very throne of Yarevave. I think this picture edited itself because now there are white roses in front of the lamb. I didn't do that. Mm. I like it. It's mystical. It's really precious. Like is that Rockefeller <laughs> emerald down there? Very glorious. All right, and then you finish up absolute, and this is where the pavement ends. Which is why, although it's eagles ascending, the best way to go up, we found, is understanding this uh, left and right pattern. Because once the training wheels essentially come off, and there's no more pavement. More like a structureless whirlwind of Shekinah. Because why did why does the rock exist? Why is the sapphire pavement there up until world seven? Because when you have a chaya, you're near to the light, you're close to the light, but it's still not uh, refined enough to merge. You still have, there has to be um, there's that barrier there, so you're near to the light. There has to be a perfecting and refining of the soul for it to be one with God. And you say, yeah, we're one with Him. Well, technically, yeah, like you go up so many worlds and it's there's a oneness there you're near to the light but the soul can't merge with god it has to be re refined of so many impurities for this world the seven seventh completion of seven worlds and then you can merge and then you begin really you start you some of your repentance of the world to come in world like six and seven but seven and beyond a lot of it is really the repentance especially like eight then beyond is repentance of the world to come Repenting of the angels. Yeah. 
It's like the repentance of the nations, and then above that, the repentance of the angels. Right, because the fallen angels don't get to repent, but you do. Of right. the same exact sins. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yep. So here you go. So again, keeping that pattern of understanding the Sephirot, you've got it memorized. You know him, you're learning his ways. You've had seven worlds of training up until that point. And uh, the grace on Keter, which is Adam Kadmon, is the whole thing is a sphere. It's the last of the Sephirot. So even though the pavement ends here, that Keter, that uh, concealed realm when you go in there, the whole thing itself is a structure, so it's not like you're totally without structure. There's just no Sephirot structure like, like what normal. you say, the training wheels come off. Yeah, it's mm. fun. Yeah, and then it's like, all right. I can see it. Then you know, it's like the now is the time of testing, like, okay, you know. <laughs> and you do know because you've done it with him, but you've learned not to lie, rely on your own Bina, your own understanding, mm. your own Sephirot. You can't lean on your own Sephirot. You have to lean on his. Mm -hmm. Full reliance on the Holy Spirit within. And it's super fun. Look how cool that looks. Adam Gadma. Dun, dun, dun. That's very important that it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. The Word. And then the ninth week primordial written Torah. Tenth week primordial oral Torah. So that's pure Rachel glory, mm. tenth week. Shaka. That's what has the power to uproot all evil in the world. Rachel the Lamb. Amen. The moon. The Lamb will be its lamp. Buried in Bethlehem. Yep. So the ninth week is like the sun of the primordial world. It's like Jacob and Rachel. It's like the sun and the moon. It's like written in oral Torah. And what is it written on? Okay. And we have all kinds of stuff. Ninth week, let the name of Yahweh be blessed from now until eternity. In which the righteous law will be revealed to all the sons of the whole earth. And I had some signs and wonders when I finished up. Someone sent me this, or sent this into the, into the chat group that I'm in. Circumcised when I was eight days old. Of the race of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew, and the son. Of Hebrews, as to the observance of the law, it was at the party of the Pharisees. So circumcised on eight days old, there was many signs and wonders that day. It was one of them. <laughs> chrome, a lot of chrome signs. Oh yeah, yeah, you can get that one. Chrome's the one. color of leadership. One of my favorite signs and wonders in my mm -hmm. life was when I had just picked up my car after receiving angelic instruction to get chrome wrap on it. That day, mm -hmm. it's been in the shop six months, that day I open up my apartment after picking up my chrome mm -hmm. car and I step in, John Paul Jackson is playing randomly on my television and says, Chrome is the color of leadership. <laughs> I about fell off the chair. I could, it was so amazing. It was so mind-blowing. <laughs> I was just running around for like five minutes like a chicken with his head cut off. Okay. So when I made <laughs> for this... For the angels to set up that timing, guys. I've been out of the place for hours. Random YouTube's playing. My car is gone mm -hmm. for six months. It's just been chromed. I come mm -hmm. in. It literally is an announcement from mm -hmm. John Paul Jackson from the Cloud of Witnesses. He's been dead for years, but now he's speaking to me mm -hmm. out of the Cloud of Witnesses. Chrome is the color of leadership. 
I was one of the angels on assignment <laughs> for that happening. I'll tell you a little backstory on that. Uh, Brandon had to go do the car stuff. Then I was going to have to go do, I can't remember what I was going to go do that day. I had to go do some errands or something. And one of the angels told me, hey, grab the remote, put on this playlist of John Paul. So I'm literally just following the Holy <laughs> Ghost highlights to this random, it looks like a random John Paul playlist. And he told me exactly which, which one to start it on. And then to fast forward it until it got, okay, boom, now it'll start right there. So I was actually got to be one of the angels on assignment for that. I have no idea. I know when, by the time he comes back, it's yeah. going to be multiple videos later. I have no idea what it's going to say, but I know it's Hours going to hit later. him. At I the said, exact moment I opened the door, uh -huh. the announcement came forth. I had to go find the exact playlist they were telling me to open up, find the exact time <laughs> to start it on, and hit start, mind. so that hours later it would speak to him. Something what like they that is so say. significant with like six months yeah. of like ordeal going into it to have that kind of angelic <laughs> shout over your life after you spend Ooh. six months on something makes it so many thousands of times more powerful and special. Yeah. Those moments are so special. The whole build-up. I was so happy and proud to be one of the angels, like to be trusted on assignment for something like that. That's too. the benefit of the righteous is that the more obedience you have, the greater you'll hear and see God in your lives. Amen. Amen. So when I made this picture, I was trying to guess what that third rose might be because we know there's a third one, right? There's five loaves and two fishes. Five loaves are the five lower souls, right? And the two fishes, one of the two supernal fish is the red rose. The one that connects the both realms is the white rose. The fifth uh, bread is the white rose that connects the five lower souls because it's the singularity of the achita, of the white rose, the lamb. That's when there's uh, you're totally united with God and soul. There's not like the separation anymore. So it's o a singularity. Obedience takes you from the sideline to the front line. From Amen. being a commentator to being a participator. Write that down. Obedience takes you from the sideline to the front line. From being a commentator Amen. to a participator. And that's what Amen. all of you need. Amen. So I was wondering, like, well, chrome is cool. What if it was a chromed out rose? Like, who knows? I don't really know what it is. Uh, I do know what it is now. A chrome rose. Well, I, it, well that was, I was just guessing. I didn't know. I found out the actual color of what the final rose is. I don't have it yet. Okay. But I found out. And, but, you know, it's interesting because I found out and then I realized, oh, it's not just like a chrome. I thought it'd be just like a chromed out, but I was just, I was just having fun being creative in the creative glory, which yeah. was really fun and glorious and it's prophetic. But I was just like imagining what would it be? You know, it's fun to imagine. Like if I was going to create it, what would I make it? I was like chromed out might be cool. Like boss level ultimate yeah that also sounded like what i was thinking yeah you can have your creativity as your eyes yeah so and it's which is fun and it, it gets turned pruned out cool. so but then i got to find out what the actual color of the final rose is are you gonna tell us do you want to know yes all right <laughs> yes what color is the final do you remember? rose dun, dun, i asked dun. you a question this weekend the question was what is my favorite color rose since i was a kid pink it's a pink rose. And I was like, what? Guys get a blue rose? And then, it, I don't know. Well, I've, and I, then no, I found Nobody it. knows because it's never happened before. Then I found out, because well, the white rose is the same. <laughs> the white and the red is the same. But uh, I believe the pink rose is going to be the same because I found it in the oral tradition after discovering what the actual color was. 
and the reason behind it, it has to do with the the stripes in the, the the red and the white the measure of purity of conquering 10 worlds of fallen angel mm -hmm. lust perfect perfect purity perfect purity because judgment uh the sephirot has some pink in it it's got different colors in it like tifret is like purple and <laughs> represents purple pink and something else soul of perfect purity perfect purity glory and uh, this one, I don't know if I want to show that pink is a very important color in the Sephiroth. There's a reason why most male Nefesh are programmed and brainwashed with cultural indoctrination to not like the color pink and think it's not masculine. It's actually one of the most masculine colors in the universe. I didn't know that. Wow. It's one of the most that important makes colors in the sense. And it's so, such a deep mysteries of realms of secrets that are precious to me. I don't even talk about them. 99.9% .9 of the time, I don't talk about that to anyone but angels. As we go forward, we'll probably talk about more of those things. But it's, you know, we gotta... Just don't, just don't start painting your nails, guys, alright? Yeah, please don't. Come on, man. <laughs> yep. But you can wear so, paint. But you know what's cool about the chrome? So the chrome came back around. So I find out about the pink, and I got to see it was, the, it's a pink rose. The final one. I was like, oh my gosh, and it's in the oral traditions there. It's everything. I was like, how did I miss this? Like, this is insane. This is amazing. And so I'm, oh, I can't wait because it's always been my favorite color rose, and I'm going to get to be one. What? Oh my gosh. This is like the best news. Wow. And then, and then I had this crazy uh, prophetic experience. I've been getting knocked out for like hours and going to crazy places. And, uh, one of them was dealing with Saturn of the enemy. Mm, that's always fun. Yeah, and it was the word that went and rebuked them, but the people on the lower rungs could still feel a little bit of the nausea from the impact, so you just take a little time to refresh. <laughs> and then, so if you're in a higher rung... To your battle stations. Right, so if you're in a higher rung, but in a similar physical vicinity, you're still not going to feel it as much as someone else is going to feel it, so it's good to rise. But again, if you're feeling the impact of some kind of a confrontation, it's good to take time to refresh, right? Soak, Bible spa, eat some good stuff, have maybe have a cup of tea. You know. All sorceries come from uh, planetaries, planetary rungs, and constellations. That's why we need to make new heavens where righteousness dwells, because if you take that out, the enemy has no power mm -hmm. of deceit on earth. And so I go up the hill which represents going up the sapphire stone and going up the mountain. And then there's somebody there that was like, you know, everyone, are you sure you're on the right thing? You're doing the right, are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know this is the father's plan and this is his path. I'm just totally confident because they're like, well, where is everybody? And all of a sudden, everybody came up the hill and started following. Everyone was grabbing, they grabbed supplies, food, and it was actually part of, it looked like part of a scene out of that show the you have the t-shirt on mm -hmm. and i was like oh good they have like the food the supplies and everybody was coming up the sephirot right behind me and i was like all oh, right they're here that means it's time and all of a sudden it just annihilated everyone like that was questioning finally understood and knew this is what's happening now and then the whole sky and everything around us turned to chrome pink mm. dome and i was like what like chrome pink and everything turned chrome pink, and they were like, all right, we're headed to the mansion. Let's go take this thing over and clean it up. And was it was just... Was a dream you had recently? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But the the confrontation was with Saturn. Mm, of yeah. the enemy. So it had kind of like that chrome blue 
kind of color, like dark. Pan. Pan. Yeah. Like false leadership. I hate and curse Pan and all his works be obliterated in a lake of fire. Bam. Glory. Ooh, so anyway, yeah, that was cool. So oh, then I then I was like, oh yeah, the pink Whoa. rose, chrome pink. Do you get see it? a big angel flasher? Whoa! <laughs> wow. <laughs> so then it redeemed the chrome. Remember, I imagined the chrome. I was like, oh, so it is. The chrome is leadership. So I was like, all right, all right, chromed out. Pink rose. I'm getting Glory. so fried up here. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a good review. <laughs> Glory. I love fellowshipping in heaven. That's nice. You guys doing alright? Yes, yes, we're doing great. Oh, good, good. Good to hear. Okay. Here's the witnesses above. This is when the below realm is Malkut Earth and the above realm is your Sephiroth. That's how you start your journey. And the spirit is a witness above and below. But then when you go up, Beyond the Sephiroth, into the multiverse, the below realm is now the Sephiroth. That's like your lower, like, Earth, I guess. And then you go to the above, which is beyond that, so... Is that a pigeon or a dove? Probably a, a homing pigeon. <laughs> probably a super high-speed homing pigeon that can get home from anywhere, even beyond ten worlds, and it would still get home mm, if you released it. It knows its way home. <laughs> I'd follow that pigeon if I ran. <laughs> he knows the way. Follow the white pigeon. He's done this before. Glory. So, then they saw your agreement. The Yachita, the Chaya, and the Nishama. And then these three are one. The Father, there, Jesus Christ. And then the Holy Spirit. So your Yachita being one with him in the spirit, that's your connection to the witnesses above. Just like when the earth was your below realm and the Sephiroth was your above realm, the spirit, you see how you being united, with you having the spirit and dwelling in you is your connection to the above realm of the Sephiroth. So then when you go up and you get the Yachita, that oneness with him, that's your connection to those above worlds. First Timothy 4, 7, Passion Translation. Be quick to abstain from senseless traditions and legends, but instead be engaged in the training of truth that brings righteousness. Isn't that good? Amen. Oh, y'all. Ever-increasing righteousness. Malkut might seem like a lot to overcome, but someday it won't even be your below world. It'll be like your below, below world many worlds ago. Then it'll be far away. You won't even really remember. There's some things you just won't even remember. There'll be too much holy light through your brain and heart and liver. You can't even remember your previous life of sin. The circumcisions are so thorough that that human part of you is cast into the lake of fire, and your form is forever changed as you rise from the dead. Amen. Amen. Alright, here's a good map. This is the map of the worlds, up through infinity, to infinity and beyond. No, literally, go up the sapphire stones.
Hebrews 11.33, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, and stopped the mouths of lions. Hebrews 11.33. Beyond the supernal door, ein, ein, sof, and ein, sof, or. You can see there. Those are those names for 9, 10, and 11. It's good to know them. This is going to really bless some people's libraries. Mm -hmm. Get all of these charts and then really begin to understand them and study them to show yourselves approved. Amen. And walk in them. Go up, go up. Your angels are interested in taking this material and making it active mm -hmm. and energized in your hearts. Mm, yeah, you're going to go up sapphire stones and change your life. Beyond the supernal door, ein, ein, sof, ein, sof, or. Limitless. It's a really cool one. Kind of mesmerizing. <laughs> I've been hypnotized. <laughs> no. the, the pulsate, the pulsating call coming from the higher realm. <laughs> calling us up. Peace from higher. the cosmic inheritance. Most people only have second heaven's paranoia on earth. We come with all of the peace of heavenly Jerusalem. Shalom. <laughs> shalom, shalom. Hein, hein, self, hein, self, or. That white rose, Adam Kadmon, that cutter, you can see there that intersection. So when you finish the seventh world of Hakma, and you go up to that concealed point, that concealed, concealed place of cutter, and you get that white rose, it is really the door to the multiverse. So even that whole eighth world, it's still a sapphire stone technically of the Sephiroth, but it's lacking that in that structure where the, they connect the pieces like that. And you walk on faith of a higher dimension. It's a really valuable chart. Yeah, this stuff, you'll be so glad that this exists by the time you get there, instead of having to figure it out, like, and then all of a sudden there's no more training wheels, and you're like, wait, what is this? What happened? Why? You've had <laughs> enough lateral, yeah. now it's time for vertical, for yeah. every believer in Jesus Christ in the world. Can you imagine going up and not knowing that there's no more structure once you get past that certain point, and then you just find out when you go in, you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> I'm going to praise enjoyment. It's going to be nice. going to have a cup of tea, probably some nice chamomile. I'll drink tea the whole resurrection. Oh, yeah, see, we put the mystery box there, kind of matching. So this mystery box, I was going to put the yellow one, but they had a matching colors there. And when we released these pictures, they made the lights in the city on this one building that's always just one solid color, the lights matching the multiverse colors we have here. And again, pink is an important part of That was a very powerful sign and wonder because it was over the whole skyline of downtown Minneapolis mm -hmm. the day we released all this. And that mystery box there, that contains the pink rose. 
not a mystery anymore. Yeah, no, I decided to reveal it. Now I was like, keep it secret for a while. Know what it feels like to walk in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because all the information doesn't really do you any good unless you're actually going to go up, right? Because mm-hmm. this is all helpful. You'll pre- when you go up there, you'll so appreciate that this is you have the teaching, and then it's helpful. So when you go there, you kind of know what to expect. You still have to know God's voice and walk in it yourself, but it's so exceedingly helpful to have the maps, right? When you want to go somewhere, you need a GPS. When you want to go somewhere, there you need a map. The truth is, at that stage, your inner man is like an archangel. Mm-hmm. All the time. His song has gone out throughout the universes. Okay. Alright, I'll put that. Somebody might be a music artist making cool sapphire stone music. Or you can just have fun revelating there. It's going to be revolutionary to have sapphire stone music. There truly exists none at this present Mm -hmm. time. In the future, everyone who remains will live on the stars through Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. So make music on the Sephirot. On the stars. You see the second keyboard where it kind of strangely goes beyond and then it has like random little stuff before it. You might wonder what that is. I don't know if you can see it from over there. The one on the left hand side there which just says the CDEF to the left which is kind of there's like nothing there. That's the world. Those are the the time that when Rick Joyner asked wisdom, Jesus Christ appeared to him as wisdom. And he asked about it, and then he got that kind of cold shiver darkness come over him. And then Wisdom said, it's not Wisdom for you to ask about that right now. The first heavens. Yeah, about the first heavens. That's... That's that. And then over the forward is past world seven. So when you have seven worlds, you have the full seven octaves to make any song out of your life. I think we've taught about the first heaven quite a bit at Joel's Bar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. There's stuff that it's not, you know. It's It's a lot of ancient sorcery. Cain and the fallen angels and all that garbage and why the floods had to come and Mm -hmm. destroy the ancient world. Yeah. Now today is the sorcery is so extreme in the magic arts. It's like the days of Noah right now. People are born in the maximum amount of magic arts and sorcery that men and women and fallen angels have ever practiced. But the thing is, now Christ is in you to consume all of it in the entire world, and that's what's going to happen. Amen. (laughs) Octaves of the Worlds, the Song of Creation. Again, there you see the same thing on the left and the right, the heaven beforehand, and then beyond that there it's talking about the world that is to come so you can we're in the day and age of the seventh week externally now uh, but you can go beyond it on sapphire stones power of the world that's coming power of the age and the worlds that are coming you can go into the future as far as you want there's no law against it in christ you can go into the year twenty-two thousand. Father will allow it, as long as you go up decently and in order mm-hmm. that he's established in righteousness. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
Glory. Oh yeah, for those of you, once you go beyond ten weeks, uh, there's just only little one of the little nuggets I have for beyond ten weeks. The sapphire stone circumcisions, uh, you get circumcised through ten weeks. Once you hit like eleventh week and beyond, how do you know when to progress from one sapphire stone to the next? Since it's not a circumcision, since it's not a foreskin anymore, you're basically it's the um, it's like the learning and the heeding, like an angel that heeds God's word. Mm. You stay there until you have one or two signs and wonders, or one or two understandings. Well, he give you the understanding of that sapphire stone in that world. And then once you have it and you can exercise that understanding with the couple of signs and wonders or confirmations, then you go to the next one. Yeah, perfect angelic learning, like the mm -hmm. perfect angels in heaven. They have no sin, mm -hmm. but they don't know anything. They're just created. They have to learn everything just mm -hmm. like you. But they do it in perfection without a sin nature. Mm -hmm. So from that point on, you're like the angels. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think some of those projects that can't be done because there's just no time to do it while rising on sapphire stones, some of those will come forth in the greater worlds when we deal with the evil that needs to be dealt with. Glory. And I believe those, as we surpass, I believe there's a surpassing of the 10th week before those judgments come down uh, completely externally because, you know, God wishes that none should perish and he's got his own timeline on the back they'll find the curtain before his throne on the inside of it that's where like the angels aren't even allowed to look like i think he lets metatron look at it some of that stuff he knows a lot of things like that but he's got his own specific timelines when jesus christ was on earth and he says no one knows only the father knows that's the stuff he's talking about and that's it's a special place that he has it mapped out I know this, until we obliterate all the demons on the earth, you ain't going to have global harvest or global revival. Mm -hmm. So that's first on the menu. Yep. So first we obliterate the demonic nature out of us and out of our company. Mm -hmm. Get a pack of wild roses like a pack of wild lambkins of righteousness. 27 is all it takes to mm -hmm. destroy all the demons in the whole earth. Yep. So you'll need at least seven weeks, but I would encourage you, if you're going to at least go seven weeks, you might as well go ten weeks. Yeah, you got to keep growing. Keep growing, yeah. Don't stop. Don't be like, all right, I made it seven, done. Like, just, you might as well keep going. Go from glory to glory forever. Because then by the time the marriage of the realms comes, like heaven moving into earth physically and Jesus handing the kingdom over to the Father when he takes the kingdom physically on the earth and all that finishes up, then you have the reunion of the people who've been in heaven that you've missed because they died and went to heaven. They do get new bodies back, and you will see them again. It's not like they're gone forever until you die. It's just however long it takes to finish this thing up. Some people got, die and go to heaven between now and then, yes, but some people won't. Hear this wisdom. Just like during the church age, many denominations settled for different points of truth, but all of them were on earth. During the kingdom age, people will settle for all kinds of levels of sun, moon, and stars. <laughs> so yeah. the minimum will be moon. It is written. Yeah. Revelation twelve twelve. Amen. And so here you have Adam Cadmon, Einsef, or Einsof, and then Infinity. And I put a Rubik's Cube there because I like it. You know, it's one of the number one selling items of all time. I hate those things. <laughs> but I like Metatron's Cube. Yeah. Because that one could be solved with the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Needs... Divine and I'll get into a little fun little gadgets like fidget spinners. Yeah, those are nice. 
Pogs. Oh, yeah. Legos. No. No Legos. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Scooters. Scooting around in the glory. Mm -hmm. Scooting on sapphire stones. Yeah. And so I guess we can update graphics at some point. You have the white rose, the red rose, and then we'll have the pink rose. Which is white. What does white usually represent? White usually represents his said. Glory. Yeah, and glory. And then red usually represents, like, Gevra. So you have perfect judgment. And you have perfect grace. Has said grace, loving kindness, mercy. So mercy and judgment. And you have that perfect marriage of perfect both of those things, which is what the, the Trinity. Everything perfectly balanced. Judgment and mercy. He'll have mercy on whom he has mercy why he has his own reasons and judgments why he weighs the heart and makes the decisions he makes out of perfect love and perfect judgment out of his perfect nature and so mercy and severity the best balance yeah yeah there's yep i wonder if it's even on here see how perfect our god is <laughs> Awesome in wisdom. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We talked about the dust being so all that dust below and above, it's all getting rid of, getting rid of into the cosmic trash can. Right there's. Of all those who are damned and the devils burn with pride, wrath, and hatred one against another and quarrel and tear one another like in hell like dogs. Nevertheless, on earth they must agree among themselves in order that they may establish their kingdom and dominion over men. So that's their demonic unity. The only unity Satan's kingdom has is temporarily when they're fighting the Christians, when they're fighting the righteous. That's right. If Satan drives out Satan, he's divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? So if one group is fighting another in Satan's kingdom, this means that it is already divided into groups and will soon fall apart. Amen. Matthew 12. Wonderful. So that is going to fall apart. All right, I here, hate the Tower of Babel. Yeah, we hate it. All right, you got your picture. Okay. Get into the sun. Stay there until that happens. Literally. You have to stay into fret until that happens. Spirit-minded. And it can't God be guessing. inside-minded. It can't be guessing, or I think, or maybe I saw a sign in a wonder, a license plate. So you have to, when you sprout wings full of eyeballs, you will know. It's not like a question. Your eyes will be brighter. Yeah. You look in the mirror and see God, yeah. simply put. And you'll be able to feel your wings, too. 100% of the time. You gotta sprout. If you thought you could feel your wings before then down there, that's probably just a lot of religion and false vision, lying visions, yep. and the imaginations, false Jezebel garbage. delusions. So if you've already thought you felt like that before you even got into the sun, it's probably, and got circumcised, it's probably you need to just like chill out and make sure you It'll get It'll be the an wings. uprooting of the Tower of Jezebel, guaranteed. Yeah. 
So again, that has to happen. That's every per every person every time on the sapphire stones. You gotta get the wings and Tiferet before you move on. Understand? Okay, we understand. understand. Crucial. Amen. Critical. You have to. Otherwise, there's no point in going any higher if you don't get this one right. You've completely messed it up and you'll have to start over again. Don't do that. This is one of the most critical, critical warning. Everyone going up sapphire stones has to know that, which means as you're helping others when they go up, you have to be proficient in understanding this. And yep. so as you guys go and help each other and get that transformation, transfiguration, the great news is what took me three years to learn and understand about that process, I've already have already have it written down and scribed for you in School of the Magi. And you can get that between School of the Magi and Freshman year of Cosmic Righteousness. We've got all of that for master you. Masterclass. Yep, Masterclass. Link in the, the description. Magi. And School of the Magi is in the app. When you create a login, it should appear for you. Read through all those. Uh, somebody went and read through all of them three or four times, which is what I did personally, even though I wrote them. I made myself read all of them. Someone did that, and now they're on the moon getting circumcised. Yep. They, they worked. studied and showed themselves That's approved. That's it. And it they just agreed with it and then the just time. did it. And then the sign and wonder, okay, and go up. Then they got the signs, crazy signs and wonders that it was time to go up. It wasn't just a, oh, out of fear, I hope I better get up there. No, no, no. no it's like, okay, here's a sign and a wonder. It's confirmation. It's, it's, it's solid structure. Okay. And then this. Let's destroy that thing. New Earth. This is your job. Your job might be to go to work every day, but this is your job every day. Go up the sapphire stones and destroy the enemy structure. If you're a if you're a stay-at-home mom, this is your job. Yep, go up sapphire stones, stay-at-home moms. Yep. Ministries worldwide. That's right. You can maybe yeah, mm -hmm. probably have groups and stuff. You don't like even that. need a 501c3 because you'll be on the sapphire sea. Yeah. Be a sniper of righteousness. It was a Brit Malaw. Cool sign and confirmation. This is a picture of my dad holding me up on my eight day con uh, consecration, circumcision. The Brit Malaw. 10,000. Oh, this is a cool one. He was angry with them and bound them until the time of the consummation of their sins, 10,000 years. So they're bound up. What is all this binding up 10,000 years? The time until their destruction, which is what? Until the sons of God bring mm -hmm. the ten-week judgment. That's when the mountains are thrown into the lake of fire. Mm -hmm. The mountains that the fallen angels were bound in that have taught the nation's sorcery will be uprooted from the earth and thrown in the lake of fire. Then we shall have new earth forevermore. Amen. Amen. And there's your divine math, ten worlds. Thousand times ten worlds is ten thousand. Primordial world Torah law, ancient of days law, law of love, primordial written law, Adam Kadmon, absolute, Bria, all the layers of Yetzirah, and then Asaya. Right, so you'll have, make sure you have those memorized. Okay. Transgressions of the Fallen Stars, the Spirit of the Lord, 
nor a lamp. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's how it goes. Alright, and if you guys are doing the screenshots for some of these ones, I realized these ones are kind of lacking the RLM logo, so if you could just put the RLM logo on those if you're going to share them around, that would be really helpful for fishing. Fishers of men. It would be nice if they could find us and yeah. learn righteousness. Yeah, let me make sure you send, put a link. There's thousands of people hungering for righteousness, and they're just eating gravel right now. Right. So go ahead, you know, get your screenshots of these, but make sure when you post them or if you put them on, like, your page or whatever, uh, just include, like, a link uh, if you want. If you're in one of our squadrons, we can provide you with the logo to slap on some of these. You might do that, too. And just you know, put a link so people, if they're interested in what you're talking about and what you're learning, that they can find it and they can walk in righteousness as well. All right. Kingship Torah, the crown of Torah. And again, the crown of Torah, that's the middle pillar. The top crown there, primordial Torah of the Ancient of Days. Alright. I think that's a good review. This just kind of goes into Simchat Torah, which we've talked about these. Simchat Torah, you can save this one. Reading is drawn from three scrolls. That's the three pillars. And then it kind of goes into... You can study those. There's three other scrolls you can look up. If you want to do an in-depth study, you can just Google the three scrolls of Simchat Torah and read them if you want. Okay. Amen. Just a final little revelation on finances before we end tonight's broadcast. Thanks for watching. When you donate and you give into a Sadiq, it is authorizing the angels to circumcise your spirits at a mineral level. Today we're dealing with um, just some financial issues with people in, in the RLM group and the Zedekim and other different levels of uh, people rising on sapphire stones and learning righteousness. And God highlighted to me that you they don't understand. And make sure you tell them that since you're doing this through angelic instruction, and this is not human 666 number of humanity ministry, but it's through angels in rank and order of angels, which is real mm -hmm. prophetic ministry, real apostolic ministry, real kingdom, messianic kingdom ministry. And since that is true, you gain the circumcision through the obedient acts of tithing, offerings, and financial giving into the apostleship. So when you give at rlm.tv, it is before the angels to Jesus Christ, the king on the throne. Therefore, you earn through the obedient act, the circumcision of the mineral level in your spirit. Amen. Amen. So it's through obedience that you earn the circumcisions as it's written. I'm coming with rewards to give to each one according to their merit. And if you study that out in Revelation 22, Jesus Christ in the red letters, merit there means earthly works. So what is the reward of the earthly works of obedience with money, since it's a critical aspect of New Covenant Christianity? 
The reward is the circumcisions of the minerals glorified of money working in your life effortlessly. More financial prosperity, more financial blessings with less effort. That is the evidence of the circumcision of mineral level of your heart. And so I just want to proclaim over every tither, giver, and donator who is giving offerings into this apostleship that that is before God's throne and before all the angels. And therefore it has earned by Sandalphon of all the realm of Isaiah and Malkut the circumcision in their hearts. And just receive that for the upgrade for smooth sailing in your finances. Amen. So it doesn't need to be just all kinds of warfare around money all the time. It's like taking care of. So mm-hmm. the Lord was saying, take care of it and tell them that's what the mm-hmm. angels will do and allow it to happen upon your hearts and through your houses mm-hmm. and through all the electricity and through all the electronics, the tablets, the phones, the currency that's now exchanged digitally. Mm-hmm. All money is digital now which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's wonderful. It makes things easier. But it also needs angelic order. Angels are beings of energy that can go into all of that digital currency and make it clean and pure for you. It's not just Mm -hmm. winning the lottery. It's not black sun. It's not sloth. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. But through obedience, the merit Mm -hmm. earns rewards. Revelation 22, red letters. I'm coming to give to each one according to their earthly works. So when your earthly works of obedience with finances are done with the angels for the angels and you understand the reward of that circumcisions in your spirit, there's an ease of the glory in your finances. Let that come upon all your houses, all your marketplace, angelically from the throne of Jesus Christ only to those obedient with money according to the instruction of the holy angels in this apostolic ministry of RLM TV, in Jesus' name. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Glory.
Victory, victory, victory tonight. Victory, victory, victory tonight. 